Hello and welcome to our latest Flourishing at Wickham podcast. I'm really delighted to be joined by Phoebe today, one of our Clarence pupils. Hello, Phoebe. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Look, we're a few weeks into term now um, and we're hoping people are feeling settled um, into the new academic year, but it's a good time to reflect, I think, upon what a big deal it can be to settle into a new school, but also to prepare ourselves for settling into new environments. It's something that happens throughout our lives and Phoebe is going to join us for a discussion on that today. So, Phoebe, perhaps an obvious question, but why is settling into a new area or a new environment such a big deal? Well, you know, when you're settling into a, a new place, like coming to school, you're joining a new community where you're meeting people who don't know you, which for a lot of people it can be perhaps the first time that they are in their sort of open memory of not knowing other people. And that's always going to be scary and daunting. And I think that's why it's such a big deal for people is because it's such a change, a different experience that they, a lot of people have never really experienced before. And a big one at that as well, when you're coming into a place with so many people um, who you don't know and you don't know them. And yes. It's that double thing, isn't it? You don't know them, but also they don't know you. Do you, do you have to decide who you are or... Is that something you think about? Do you think about how you're presenting yourself to them? Or does that work maybe on a subconscious level? Yeah, I think it's quite a stress of especially first impressions. You know, people make a big deal of first impressions. And it's true that they are very important, but they also don't decide your future for the rest of your time at school. At all, everybody changes and undergoes major character development, whether that's from the first time you meet someone to a week later or, you know, six years later. And I think it is quite a stress. People think that they have to be on their best form or perfect form. But you have to not be so hard on yourself. You know, you're doing, you're trying something very new. You're experiencing very new things. So obviously, things aren't going to go perfect at every step of the way. And that's completely okay. And shouldn't be, shouldn't, so much stress shouldn't be put on it. There's a double bind in that as well, isn't there? Because I think, from what you just said, when we have to go into a new environment, we, we shouldn't put too much pressure on ourselves to be, make the perfect first impression. I think what you said was really important. We, we, things do change and there's more time for us to kind of get to know each other and, mm-hmm. you know, and develop different friendships and new friendships and relationships over time. And also maybe we should think about that when we think about other people as well, shouldn't we? We should yeah. maybe not be too quick to... <laughs> not too to, quick to judge or decide on who our friends are or whether we like someone or not, because really everything will change. And especially in your first week, you're all just trying to keep your head above the water. And so it's not a time to be making judgments about people. It's, it's just a time to get to know people without making super fast judgments. And that makes it an easier transition if you don't. And that idea that, you know, there's longer time than your first impression. Friendships change, new relationships develop. So Do- much. Do you find that now you, you know, you're you're the wise old age of Clarence? You're kind of, uh, yeah, kind of. Have you? Are there people now who you're really close with who you just didn't really know very well oh, seven really, years ago? You know, there are people in Clarence who I didn't even really, speak, you know, who I'm really good friends with, and I didn't, and I didn't really even speak to them that much in my, you know, years not in Clarence. And then there are also people who I met on my first day of Wickham and became friends with and have been with me my whole seven years. So that's what's so lovely about it is that you have such different variations and you know people will become really good friends and then they might not be such good friends but they'll still be one of your friends or people who you've been friendly with will suddenly become your best friends at, at different points. 
and times, especially when you're doing different activities or different lessons. And, and I, think, I think that's a joy. You know, that's one of the loveliest things about Wickham is that you can just see different people and you have such different interactions with different people and that everybody is close, really, at the end of the day. Uh, by the time, especially by the time you get to Clarence, I've definitely found. I love the idea that you know you can have you know, different types of friends, and you have friends who you will interact with and spend time with in different ways, whether that's in lessons or in activities, or more when you're younger than when you're older, or more when you're older than when you're younger. And I, you described it as a, one of the joys of Wiccan, which I think is lovely. Is it can it also provide a challenge though at times? Obviously, the idea that just friendships changing and that kind of managing that period of time. Yeah. Yeah, managing friendships is. Is definitely um, something that people will always will always be a, a challenge for for everybody, um, especially in a boarding school when you're surrounded by your your friends. They are your family, so they are very important. Um, but that is as you grow older, you will start to manage better and better, and start to understand different friendships more and more. And yeah, so it's 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 something to just learn as you get older. It's probably we've all been on both sides of that yeah. kind of moment when either you feel that someone's moved away from you and is no longer your best mm-hmm. friend, even though they're quite possibly your friend, but that mm-hmm. can be upsetting. And we've probably been on the other side as well, and we've been the people who've made other people feel that we're moving away from being their best friend or their closest friend. It's difficult, but it's natural isn't it absolutely yeah it's in there and like you said it, it is difficult but it, but it is also just the way of growing up and 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 everybody changes and and you know that's not something to to think is bad or anything changing is and developing is not a bad bad thing at all and, and those who are really your true friend true friends will stay with you and stick with you and and accept and love your changes and and help you even with those developments and and, you know, help you be the, be the people that you become. Yeah, no, absolutely. You mentioned in one of your answers about kind of, and you said a couple of times, in particular at a boarding school, and I think boarding schools or going off to university for the first time or maybe moving to a new town, you know, they present some particular challenges, don't mm-hmm. they? And kind of maybe you could tell us a little bit about kind of, you know, what we can do to really help us settle into not just a new group of friends, but a whole new physical environment yeah. as well. No, I mean, you know, your, your bedroom is suddenly in a different place. Your kitchen is in a different place. I mean, you you can it's like moving house apart from you don't have your family as your kind of security. So you have you have to have this new family which is your friends and 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 I think that is so lovely. It's like a double family. You know, these are people at school are like my family away from home and there are definitely things that you can also do at school to help with that settling in. Whether it's just, you know, simplest things like decorating your dorm or, or, or um, because I think it's so horrible to go into your dorm and it be, you know, just lack your personality or, or with nothing around. I, I think, I think then of course it's never going to feel like a safe space if it doesn't feel like you, it doesn't feel like home. I think other things such as bringing food from home and tuck, I definitely always love doing that. And it's also a way to make friends, you know, talking about different memories that might be in your in your bedroom that, that you've brought, such as photos or all different types of food and stuff that you particularly enjoyed. 
you know, especially especially in the younger years, I definitely found that sharing sharing sweets or something was always quite a good way of making friends. <laughs> and I don't think that changes as you get older. <laughs> so your your university packing list yeah. <laughs> to make yourself settled in. Tell us, apart from sweets then, I can I can see you arriving at university on the first day, get a huge bag of Haribo. Yeah, this is how I'm gonna make friends. <laughs> Excellent. No, I think you're absolutely right actually. Because we're absolutely right about sharing food as well is and you know, you said about things, bringing things from home, and then you said about food, and they, they personally you said yeah. about that because it's the things you're used to, and it's being open. That that is how you make friends is being open and sharing yourself. It encourages other people to share themselves with you, and that is how friendships are built. Completely. What's that on your number one packing list then? For when you go to university, what are you, what's the what are the top few things that you'll take, which will be just there as reminders of home. You don't need them; they're not useful, but they just make you feel. Ooh, well, I always I have a blanket that I have. It's like really pink and fluffy, which I always bring wherever I go, and that always just turns a bed immediately into my bed, and so makes me sleep better, I guess. Fantastic. <laughs> no, that's that's lovely, and I think, do you know what? I think pupils at Wickham do it really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've worked in a number of boarding schools. I I visit other boarding schools as well, and. It's great to see how people here decorate their yeah. dorms and kind of make them their own homely mm-hmm. space. It's, it's, it's something which is really wonderful. Um, no, and I think, like you said, that's useful for university as well, as well as uh, school life. We mentioned a bit about the fact that, you know, settling in can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, it is new. It, it can be difficult. And one of the reasons why, you know, um, I've asked you to kind of join us on this podcast is, Phoebe, you've done loads in your time here to help other people, younger pupils, who maybe not found settling in as easy as they might. And I just wanted to, to, to ask, firstly, you know, why was that so important to you? And maybe you could tell us a little about what you've done to help. What was your approach been? Well, I, when I first came to Wickham, I came in upper three, which is, and I was only just 11, because I'm, I'm a summer baby. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, I struggled a lot in my first year. I was very, very homesick. So I really know what people are talking about when they say they're ho- homesick. You know, I, I, I experienced the worst of it. And I definitely had a bad case of it. And anybody in my year will remember, all the teachers, they'll remember. <laughs> it was a pretty horrible time for me, but it's okay, because I can look back on it and laugh and and everything and but you know when I see people who are upset I remember god it was bad I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy the level of like up homesickness you know it's, it's such a strange feeling it's, it's horrible and um I wouldn't wish that upon anybody so when I see people upset you know of course I want to I want to help them in any way I can because especially when they're close to sort of giving up because I was quite close to leaving Wickham as well and my god if I had like I it's horrible to think that I would have because Wickham's really one of the best things that's ever happened to me and I just loved it you know after once I got got over my homesickness it just it just became the best for me I'm really a school lover and so I hate to think that people you know feel that they won't see that eventually and I so I really hope that they will and that's why I like to try and help as a sort of giving back to the school as well for helping me when I was homesick and to just try and help those who are homesick see the true, you know, happiness that can happen to them and that they just need to hold on because I think in that moment also you feel very alone. So to have someone who knows what it's been through, I, I know definitely in the past when I've talked to homesick girls, they kind of tell me that, that you know, that, that other people don't understand or that they feel very alone and that they don't 
it doesn't help so much talking to other people. And when they hear about my homesick troubles, they re- I think they suddenly realise, oh, there is someone else who went through, because that's exactly what I'm feeling. That exact feeling is what I'm feeling. And I think that helps them to know that something better will happen. I think they see me grown up and okay and happy, and it's sort of a way that they can picture themselves maybe older, happy, not even necessarily older, just in a couple of months, just happier. And yeah, so that's why I like to do it. I think that idea, I think that you're so right in the idea that you can see someone else has been on that journey and where you can be. And, and, and everyone in the school will know you, Phoebe, either from just around school or from your, your amazing work on the stage. Um, you know, and to see what you achieve and how much joy you take from just everyday life in school, you know, for them to be able to see that that's where you can get to after you've settled in is a, is a, must be a real comfort to people. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I, I understand fully what you mean. On a personal level, I can remember I moved to schools when I was what would have been our lower five, and even though I wasn't boarding, I found it really tough. Yeah. And I was, for the whole year, I was saying to my parents, you know, take me out, put me back into the yeah. school that I used to be in. Um, I'm so glad they didn't, because I got so much out of being mm-hmm. at that school for the last four years of my education. That's probably one of the reasons I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. um, it's because of what I did there and how I felt about school. Mm-hmm. But it can be difficult. Oh, definitely. But we can move on through it, can't we? Absolutely. And I think, you know, when I. When I was homesick, I had older girls, you know, come and speak to me, and they were really like the most helpful of of everyone because, you know, like you said, it's just people in your community saying that they experience the same thing. That's really helpful. So, and importantly, you know, this isn't just school. This could happen to people when they first go to university oh. or or settle in a new town. It's that idea that the beginning is something. Sometimes we need to get over a few humps. Mm-hmm. It's daunting. You know, it's always going to be daunting, and most important thing to know is that is that that fear that you have you should just you should try and convert it obviously this is easier said than done but you should convert it to an excitement not a fear of of what's to come but more of an excitement of the opportunities to come not a fear of troubles but an excitement of opportunities and though like I said easier said than done Mm. I think it's really important to try and focus on that there's a wonderful phrase which I've always liked when we have troubles like maybe settling in it's about where we are, not who we are. Mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't reflect on the per- people we are. It doesn't mean that it can't be okay. It's just where we are at the moment, and that place will change, yeah. and we can move with it. Absolutely. No, thank you. I thank you for being so honest about it. It is you know, really important um, to hear. But as I've said, you, you really flourish here at Wickham Abbey um, in a huge number of ways, and you've thrown yourself into you know, loads of different aspects of school life. But if we're going to highlight just one, the one which is you, you'll you know, be remembered for, and I'm sure you'll remember very fondly, is your role in drama. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you've done some fantastic things, and taking the play to Edinburgh this year was, was, was phenomenal. Maybe you could tell us how important has it been to you, and how important do you think it is for people to kind of follow their passions, to throw themselves into things, to help you make the most of a new environment, to help you really settle into a community? Well, on a kind of one level, it is just distraction. I mean... I think that that is the only way to conquer homesickness is purely distraction, whether that's through friends or through passions or through activities. And then once you get into that activity, whether it's drama, whether it's sport, whether it's, whether it's music or, or, or debating or anything like that, I think then a passion grows and then it gives you a reason to love this new environment. And also, you know, you meet so many new people through it. It's just an easy way of making friends and really like lifelong 
bonding friends, definitely. And no, I, I, I think it's really important because also, especially if it's something that you've always loved, or it can be a new love, it's just a way of expressing you. I think sometimes when you're entering a new environment, you feel like you're not able to express your true self because you're worried about other people judging you or you don't have the confidence yet. But I think getting into a passion really like allows you to have that confidence. And uh, I think it really brings it out of you in a way that is really productive for settling in and yeah. And I think our flourishing theme for the term is meaning. And I think when we really are passionate about an activity, it can help give our lives meaning. And doing that with other people in the community means you've, you're surrounding yourself with people who share that yeah. meaning in their lives and that importance. And you know, how important has it been to you to, you know, to get the most out of Wickham, to be surrounded by people who share your love of performance and drama? And... Well, you know, like I said before, it's just an immediate common ground. And I think definitely it's you know, helped me to develop having a community of people who, who enjoy what I enjoy because we learn from each other, we can talk about it together, we share experiences and I think sharing experiences is another great way to make friends because not only can you talk about it but it's just in your memories together and everything like that and it just becomes a bond I think doing activities together more, more, more than anything. Lots um, of positive associations in your memories. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you know, inevitably you doing your passion is going, is going to, um, you're going to enjoy it and so you're your memory is enjoying something around these people. So, yeah, I'm going to be positive with these, with these people, yeah. No, that's fantastic. And, and, you know, we look forward to seeing the Clarence play on the stage next, uh, next week. Tonight. Tonight? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Got to make sure I'm there. Looking forward to it. Um, and speaking of Clarence, obviously soon you're going to be heading off to the next stage of your life, you and your cohorts. It's... We're still in September, but it's, it'll start to loom <laughs> on the horizons. It will, yeah, won't it? Um, and you're going to be doing it all again. You're going to find yourself in a new environment. Does boarding prepare you for that? Do you think that kind of school life means that when you go on to your next stage, you're ahead of the game? Definitely. You know, um, I mean, I'm still, personally, I'm still quite, you know, daunted by the fact of, of university, of meeting new people. But, you know, I always just have to try and calm my nerves about that and remember how much boarding has helped. I mean, Clarence really feels like a Hall's kind of scenario, definitely. But also, um, I think it's just, it just prepares you in such a way that it means that you are really good at becoming comfortable with new people quite quickly. And reading rooms, definitely, it, it definitely encourages you to be able to read a room very well, which helps with new environments such as university. And... Honestly, it's just a very similar scenario of living with people, um, living with people that you're studying with, and which is what university is. And I and I think it would it's just a kind of new step, but a very similar scenario to boarding school. So that would definitely help. We're all quite practiced in it, I guess, which yeah. is good and uh, very helpful. Yeah. And you will, I'm sure, flourish. <laughs> um, I must say, uh, this year I've been so impressed by the new pupils and how they've settled in. They really seem to have thrown themselves into life at school and they've been, they've been brilliant. And it's great, I think, for staff to know that they've got pu- we've got pupils, older pupils who are always there to help mm-hmm. um, any younger ones who do you know, struggle a bit when they first settle in or need that bit of help and guidance. And you know, your good self, the rest of the prefect team, other members of Clarence as well, you know, they do a fantastic job at this. And it's one of the lovely things I think about the school, that willingness of pupils to help each other mm-hmm. 
has that been something you've experienced at Wickham? Is that would be one of the memories you'll take? Yes, definitely. The 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 help from people, the the way that you know you can walk into a room upset and and everything everyone will drop to to help you. It's a, it's a kind of just like it's just a pure sense of family and and I think and I think that if ever someone is upset at Wickham, people really will just drop for them because they know what it feels like if they've experienced homesickness or they just they just simply want to help because it is like a big family and you help your family and um no no definitely I've, I've felt that over the years a lot there has been a massive sense of help and support from from the school from everyone in the school from my friends from older years and definitely and it's one of my favorite things and you've been a huge part of that you've given so much and we're, we're really grateful and Phoebe, we're really looking forward to seeing uh, the drama tonight and throughout the rest of the year. Good luck. (laughs) Thank you so much. Enjoy, and thank you for joining us today for our Flourishing Wicked podcast. As I say at the end of every one of these, I hope you enjoy listening and keep on flourishing.